Girls on Top. Hello and welcome to another episode of Girls on Top. It's weird because it's not Brody introducing it this time. It's me, Caitlin. <laughs> and me. And of course... Gracie, GT, the beautiful blonde person in the show. Actually, Brody's kind of blonde as she well. She is pretty she? blonde, yeah. She's actually on a um, Bintang. Binge? Or Bintang cleanse, cleanse, I think we like to call it, okay. in Bali with her mum. I and love that. You need to watch the Instagram stories because it's giving me life right now. Like, we're all in the cold in New Zealand <laughs> and she's just like nearly dying every night. <laughs> no, but she's um, going for big runs in the I morning know. as well. Yeah, she's she's doing good balance. She is. I can't wait for her to come back and we can hear all about that. But I'm very excited because we have a very special guest on the show today. Annalise, is it Sharma? Sharma. Sharma, that's right. Of course, you will know her. She is the Head of Marketing and Business Development at Ruby. I just want to say she's she's Ruby. <laughs> and that's not actually your name. No. Um, and this is something that I'm quite passionate about at the moment. I know I go through lots of phases of different things, but I have I was so excited when Gracie was like, "Let's get a lesson because she, I, I've been really I've got so many questions lately about fashion, what people have been talking about fast fashion, um, and just the business of it all. Yeah, like the behind the scenes, like what, how do you become um, such a big, you know, influential person in the fashion world in New Zealand and um, what it's kind of about, you know? Yeah, so welcome. Hi, <laughs> guys. How are you? Thanks for the introduction. I feel very, very um, lucky to be here today and really excited <laughs> to chat to you all. Cool. Ruby is such a huge, like, I didn't realize that, like, I knew that they were around the country, but you're in Dunedin, you're in Christchurch, Wellington, Auckland. Did I miss anywhere? It keeps us busy. We've got nine stores nationwide. Cool. Amazing. Um, and then obviously online. So um, that's our biggest store now, which is really, really, um, really exciting. Online is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can, let's, should we should we start there? Well, I've we, got a big problem with online shopping. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Do fave, you? Fave store. Oh, oh uh, um, I quite like glasses, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Ruby's are really good as well. Um, I don't know. And I also quite like the Zara online store. I um, We've actually, this is, oh my God, mum is not allowed to listen to this podcast because um, I have a problem with my credit card, I've mentioned. Um, <laughs> past, don't we all? And, yeah. <laughs> but our, this is so embarrassing, our landlord, um, he, she put a little box outside our door like a little waterproof box because all of our online shopping keep getting stuck <gasps> in the rain oh my god and she was like oh no these shopping's like in the rain because we like my flatmate and I yeah actually have a problem like we've sat down and we're like okay we need it but see okay so cause I buy <laughs> lots of things off like the Iconic yeah. and ASOS because it comes so quickly it comes the next day it's so bad for my bank account because I'm using money that I don't actually have I realise how bad it is for the environment because of all the plastic packaging, but also the carbon emissions. I don't quite know how it works. From all but the like, couriers and things. Yeah. Um, and now we've got this thing about fast fashion and how it's not ethically, it's not good for anyone, yeah. <laughs> let alone ourselves. What do you reckon? I was I was listening to a podcast actually the other day, Deliciously Ella. Uh-huh. Uh, her podcast. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. You should all listen. Okay. Yeah. Um, as well as Girls on Top. Thanks. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but um, she was interviewing Livia Firth, who um, has founded Eco Age out of the UK. And um, she's a sustainability consultant and looks into people's business models and um, mainly in the fashion world. Uh-huh. Um, and in the podcast, she talked about the test of 
when you buy something, will you wear it 30 times? And if mm. you'll wear it 30 times, mm-hmm. then great purchase, love it, pop it on the credit card and you're like, and you're done. Yep. Yeah. But if you won't and that item is only going to be worn a few times, do you really need, do you really need it? Yeah. Should okay. you be looking at a rental, at a rental model for that wedding or are you off to a 21st? And mm-hmm. what, you know, what else could you be doing so that your footprint on the environment is not, is not as big? So I think, I think if you keep shopping online, totally fine, mm-hmm. but 30 times, am I going to wear it? Okay. That's so good. That is really good. Yeah. And so, yeah, because I was going to say, like, well, what about – because we've got um, uh, the Radio Awards happen every year and it's like a big event for our industry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and it's always like, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? And so you always buy, like, a one-off because yeah. you're like, oh, I just need it for the Radio Awards. I'm never going to wear it again because it's so flash and yeah. that kind of thing. But you're right. There's so many places now that we can rent things. Yes. Or even borrowing, and mm-hmm. that people want exactly. And we have, um, so we have a great relationship with Donny Al from Designer Wardrobe, mm-hmm. and um, we have a partnership with them, and we um, work with them on supplying Ruby and Liam like key pieces from yeah. the season, and then they rent, they rent those. Yeah, um, and we're all for that. Like, however, a customer wants to shop with us, whether it's online, in store, renting, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, and just making sure that you're, I guess, getting that those 30 wears. Yeah. One of the things with the radio awards that you could think about is we sell a lot of two pieces. Okay. So, you know, like a top, crop top and a skirt or, yeah. you know, something like pants. Mm. And then you've got those two separate items that you can wear separately. Mm. That's a good after. one. Yeah. It's quite a good, quite a good chat. So um, you, you just mentioned it before, but online is obviously, so is that your biggest, is that where everyone's shopping nowadays? Not where everyone, like, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk with the high street, you know, and you're looking at the UK at the moment with Topshop um, about to go into voluntary administration and trying to work that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the stores closing down and there's been the talk about the death of, you know, people shopping. But actually no one will surpass like a tactile experience with a human in yep. the store. Yeah. So, yes, sure, you'll you'll shop online, but then you might go in store and click and collect because you want to try it on. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see the death of a store. No. But it's just about how can we heighten the experience online and how can we heighten the experience in store mm-hmm. and we kind of like make them work together. There's one thing I do if I look up something online, I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. I go to what the fabric actually is yep. and then I Google what the fabric is and like how it looks close up because I don't want to know what it like feels like on your body yeah. and if it's going to get real staticky. I'm one of those people that touches anything metal when I get like the massive oh. electric shock. Yeah. And it's, that's, that's yeah. really good because my other little problem um, is that I'm, I, I <laughs> hey, buy. we've all got a few. <laughs> oh, we've all got, we've all got, got a few problems. I've got so many. I've, I've actually got a boyfriend now, Annalise, I don't know if you know. Um, so that's one problem that is ticked off. How long did that take It's me? not but a problem. That was seven minutes until I died. No, I just tell everyone. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I look on, when I'm online, I'm like, well, that's $15. Of course I need it. Yeah. But then it's like, I know that I need to be buying stuff that is more expensive because mm-hmm. I will wear it more. It's better quality. How do you get out of that mind frame though? Like, oh, it's just a cute little tea that's like $15. What's yeah. the harm? I think you need to think about, you know, the fabric, 
the make where who's making it and you know like minimum wage in New Zealand is over $15 oh yeah. yeah so so sure that that t-shirt might be made in, made in Bangladesh or China but you need to think about who's making it and what they would be being paid mm. and then you need to think about are you happy with wearing that t-shirt mm-hmm. mm. with that knowledge oh my God, so, so right. lots yeah. of you know I don't want to make you feel really, really guilty, but you basically just no, need, you to, need to. You, you basically need to. just need to go back to source and think: Is that? Is it really? How do we find out that information? So you need to be asking more from the brands that you buy from, mm-hmm. and okay. that's exactly what we're committed to at Ruby. It's mm-hmm. basically being more transparent with our customers, with what we've got going on, um, who you know, where we're making, and. You know, no one is going to be perfect overnight. I mean, the right. perfection isn't even a thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's just about us asking more from our manufacturers and then them asking more from the cotton fields. And it just, the more questions, the more kind of open book the industry will become. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's a really kind of interesting movement and something that I'm really kind of passionate about and mm. obviously um, mm-hmm. us as a team. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a really, it's actually an exciting time to be part of the fashion industry. You yeah. Yeah. So you've got you're are you sort of doing a new initiative at the moment where you are looking for how you can be more ethical and yeah. um what what sort of made you start on that like what I mean yeah. I know it's the yeah tell trending us about it at the moment but yeah. you've obviously been doing it for a lot longer than we've been thinking about it hmm. so we um my sister is kind of spearheading the efforts. Um, Emily. She's the so head she's designer, our, right? Yeah. She's our Ruby general manager and Liam designer. Oh, cool. Um, and oh, she's, wow, that's, we'll come so back to that. It's a it's family a, affair. Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> um, that's so cool. But um, we're working really closely with the team at Kate Sylvester. Yeah. Um, and basically we have worked out that if, I mean, like lots of things in life, if you work together, you can do much more amazing things. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of started actually when we um, we were part of the Tear Fund report in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, um, there was, you know, the work that they do is amazing, um, but it is more suited to certain types of businesses. So bigger fashion chains such as H&M, Kathmandu, you know, all of those sorts of um, those sorts of stores rather than small Ruby, Kate Sylvester, Wynn Hamlin, Zambezi kind mm-hmm. of New Zealand-based brands. So there was lots of questions in the survey that they were asking of us that we actually couldn't answer to what we knew we needed to answer, right? basically. yeah. Um, and what that meant was we were like, how can we better answer these questions? And mm-hmm. the best way that we can answer these questions is together. So... Um, we are we have an interesting business model in the sense that we make sixty percent of our product here in New Zealand oh, yeah. and forty percent um, in China with factories that we've worked with for many years. So, what Tier Fund requires is for us to audit all of our factories, whether they're in New Zealand or China. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for us, auditing in China is no, you know, yes, that makes sense. There are you know, a country which is far away, not under our labour laws, but in New Zealand, that's quite a, you know, that's like us sending an auditor in to audit you know, an office, you know, Frontier's office. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So we started to come up with these hurdles and we were like, how can we, how can we like kind of overcome these? And the best way, like I said, is to work together. So mm-hmm. we've created Mindful Fashion New Zealand. Um, and um, so we have some really exciting brands on board. Um, so it's ourselves and the likes of Maggie Marilyn and Zambezi and um, Wynne Hamlin mm-hmm. um, and 
quite a few others and we're coming together to actually make decisions about the industry together, mm. um, set code of conducts, what we expect from our suppliers, um, offshore share the costs of auditing, mm-hmm. um, all of these sorts of things which can help us kind of even the playing field with some of the bigger brands that mm. potentially own their own factories in China. Totally. You know, our runs are much lower than them. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do 10,000 units of a garment. Yeah, you know? yeah. We might do... 100, 150, you yeah, know? Yeah. And that's that's our business model. So yeah. we need to kind of work together to to um, kind of see greater change within this industry. So do you have to – sorry, this is way out of my knowledge of things. Do you have to go to the government and get, like, a law passed? Or, like, will you have little stickers, like, you know, with the um, – like eggs now, they're like cruelty free and stuff like that. Is that something that you will be doing? Or you- yeah, so Mindful Fashion New Zealand is, um, you know, registered and it has a mark. Mm-hmm. So over the next um, kind of year, two years, we've got some really clear kind of um, timings of what we want to do, set the, you know, um, code of conduct that everyone kind of adheres to and um, run an industry training session and all of this sort of stuff, which will help, um, I guess, just help form a stronger basis of what we're all about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ever evolving. You mm. know, every single yeah. day we're learning something new. You know, there's talk about like, you know, vegan leather being terrible for the environment, you know. Oh my so, God. so it's basically, <laughs> it's basically <laughs> like, it's basically like, doing a lot of research and then working out the best course of action yeah, yeah. Um, with the knowledge that we know now. Is that overwhelming? It can be, yeah. yeah. And that was exactly, we felt completely over, overwhelmed with the Tear Fund yeah. report. Mm. Um, so an amazing, amazing thing that they've done. Yeah. But to try and answer the questions with, um, you know, kind of the depth that they needed mm-hmm. um, was completely overwhelming. Mm. Um, and But as we've learned, we've got better. And mm. now we can, you know, start kind of adding different different elements. So it's just, time. exactly, it's just a process that we're going through at the moment and we'll be going through for the rest of... Forever. You know, forever. Yeah. Which is quite exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go back to business. So do you have, what What did you, did you study? What did you, let's talk, let's from the very about the Tell us about very, baby Annalise. Oh <laughs> so I was, yeah, I went to Auckland University mm-hmm. um, and studied Bachelor of Commerce, majoring in marketing and commercial law. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started working in the Ruby stores, like retail mm-hmm. and um, working at a fashion um, showroom. So doing PR um, part time. So you've done like you've worked from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's the best. Like I was interning, you're like making coffees, you know, yeah, like yeah. you're really Leveled doing <laughs> yeah, doing returns, like hanging up millions of garments and stuff like that. And it's just so fun. It's yeah. like that's the way like I'm passionate about the industry that I work in and yeah. it's just so cool to understand right from a customer right from the what, beginning. What yeah, they want, what they wear, what looks good. Mm. Exactly. So I um yeah, I worked in PR for uh, at an agency for a couple of years and then um moved on to Ruby. Mm-hmm. Ruby is a family business. Yeah, um, amazing. Okay. Um, but yeah, like so, I work with my mum, dad, my sister. Wow, <laughs> challenging. Yeah, is it challenging or is it fun um, or both? It's a bit of both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. But then some days you're like, oh my gosh, why on earth? <laughs> I'm not quitting. going on a family yeah. holiday yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sick of you all. Um, so yeah, I was at Ruby for a couple of years, and I guess I've always been. It's always been about like what experience can I get externally to, um, 
I guess, grow in my career and grow in myself to then kind of bring back into the business. Because mm. you were in so London, right? I went to London. Yeah. yeah. So I went to London after a couple of years at Ruby and um, was there for nearly two years. Um, and I worked as the marketing and PR manager at a fashion distribution agency there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so fun. It was great. I got to travel. I got to learn that industry, like yeah. in the UK and London, how that how that works. And what's it like over there? Is it any different from here? It is, it's just bigger. Yeah. And um, I guess it was really like new for me because I know, you know, you know lots of people, you've worked with them for years and years and years, but when you get there, you're no up. one knows who <laughs> yeah. you are. It's a fresh and start. Yeah, they're like, who did you work for? Who like, is Ruby? Like, what is the accent that you're carrying? Exactly. <laughs> but it's actually so good for you. Yeah. You know, you have to stand on your own two feet and kind of sell yourself. Yeah, because Auckland of... is very small. New Zealand's so small. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um. So it was really good. It was great. Like, there were some days it took me, like, five or six weeks to get a job. And there were some days I was like, <gasps> I'm going home. Like, I oh, wow. cannot... Like my um, Tom got a job before me, my partner. Oh yeah, and I lo- was lost like, it. How on earth? I was like, What on earth am I going to do? Like, I like to be busy. Were you going yeah. to recruiters and stuff? Yeah, all yeah, of that? just all of the things. Lots of interviews, and it's just it's just character building. Oh, yeah. every day I was like, Okay, I'm a better person for it. I'm a better person for it. Yeah. It's like I'm growing every day, but um, yeah, it was a challenge, but it was amazing. You finally got a job and you're like, okay. Yeah, exactly. (gasps) I'm sorted. I'm sorted. So I moved, yeah, I was in London for nearly just under two years and then came back to to New Zealand and um, straight back into Ruby, which Mm -hmm. has been really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just so cool to work for a business that you're 100% passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of gave you like going away and kind of not being so passionate about what you're doing. It only makes it kind of sweeter when you get back. So it's really cool. And is that hard, like obviously working with your sister, but gauging kind of like, like, so you're obviously the head of marketing and business. Does she kind of sometimes step in there or do you step in on what she's doing? Like what kind of barriers do you set Mm. up so that you respect each other in a business forum? Yeah. So we have um, Diana Didovich is our creative director for Ruby. Yeah. And then it's Emily, um, who's our general manager, and then myself. And we've got a really great team around us. And I guess we all, it's like stay in your lane. Like we all (laughs) know, we all know what our strengths and weaknesses are and we can play to those. So it's like, yeah, you're good at that and I'm tapped out of that. And Mm. we all really respect um, the part that we all play in the business. So um, sure, there's some days where you might be like, hey, get out of my, yeah, get out yeah. of my lane. But then it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like we do all work together so well because we've worked together for like nearly 10 years. Would yeah. you say that's one of your key things for advice as a businesswoman in New Zealand about staying in your lane? Or do you think it's good to branch out into other people's lanes sometimes? I think, <laughs> so I'm inherently quite a nosy person. <laughs> so I like to know, oh, like yeah. I like to understand. So what I would say is, you know, be nosy, be inquisitive about other people's roles and the way it intersects with yours, mm-hmm. but then also know when you where where you should stop and where they should start because that's kind of only really you know undermines what they do and you you can do both amazingly well together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I've always heard as well, um, and I, I struggled to do. It. I used to be a promotions manager, so I had people like essentially staff and I was the worst person and I'm still am really bad at delegating yeah. because I'm like, no, but I would be better at doing that and <laughs> I'll, I'll just do it because then I don't have to explain to you how to do it. Mm-hmm. But I know it's the most important skill. Well, one of the most important skills to have in business. Yeah. Um, 
and it's yeah, it's really hard to actually like not a lot of people are very good at it. Yeah, no, it's really tricky. So I struggled with that, and I especially yeah. have struggled with it as I've kind of like progressed in my career and the team that I work with has got bigger. Mm. So it's like I do need to be delegating because I can't do all of the detail. Mm. Um, but yeah, there is sometimes that feeling of like, oh my gosh, but you know, I just know that I could easily do it. Yeah, but actually, that's not a way. Like no. you can never do, you can never do everything. And it's not helping the people around you. It's not giving them, yeah. um, you know, encouraging them and growing totally. themselves in yeah. their own roles. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what I've really learned is, or the bit that's been the way I've realized is the feeling I get when another one of my team do an amazing job at something, mm-hmm. that's enough for me to be like, yeah, I don't need to be doing it. It's like, yeah. good on you. You've absolutely nailed that. Oh, and yeah, like, so cool. I can be like, okay, doing what I what I do there's not the control thing yeah yeah but it's not oh. it's ever evolving that's you've really got to learn that over <laughs> yeah. Years. Yeah. yeah I bet oh my gosh um so yeah tell us a bit more about the difference between Ruby and Liam so they're both for Kiwi women and girls yeah. um is there a difference between both of the labels yeah well I think the number one difference is um so Diana designs Ruby yep and um Emily designs Liam so they yeah they've worked in the same workroom for 10 years mm-hmm. so there's a real syn- synergy between the two brands but there's a real identity separately yeah. as well so um Ruby is i guess just a bit more cheeky and spirited mm-hmm. um and Liam's probably a little bit more like pared back clean lines a beautiful suit you know that sort of thing um but they definitely work together yeah 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 um, do you find it hard? Like, is there a struggle with the ever changing? I said it before with fast fashion, but like, obviously, fashion changes oh, so quickly, and it's really hard to keep up. It's very stressful for me as a consumer. Um, but do you like, you know, the Kardashians will bring out a new, I don't know, something that they're wearing on their head? Like, do you oh, keep in your like stay strictly to obviously what you guys are doing, or do you have to kind of? follow the different trends that that come with different seasons and Mm. I think it's a bit of both yeah um so probably like where you might see us be a little bit more like trend leaders and accessories Mm -hmm. so at the moment like hair clips yeah oh loving them and you did an awesome like bum bag last year exactly so like (laughs) you know think going back to that like are you going to wear something 30 times like Mm. if it is too trend driven Mm -hmm. then potentially you're not going to mm-hmm. so a beautiful shirt you are going to absolutely like wear that yep. and then you can add some hair clips or you can add a great little bright bag or yeah um something like that which can be a little bit more trend um, yeah. trend led so that's probably where we where we sit that's awesome and so um let's delve into the future a little bit what mm-hmm. if you can i don't want you to give away all your trade secrets or anything but what <laughs> What's the, like, what are you guys looking at as the next big thing? Like, what are you moving towards? Mm. Obviously, you're the, we're in the process of being more ethical and, like, seeing where everything's from and that kind of thing. But is there, I don't know, is there a new trend coming out? Or is there, are you guys moving a different direction? Like, mm. guy clothes or? <laughs> <laughs> Children. I actually, I do think it is just about research every day into new materials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're seeing brands using pineapple leather. So, from oh, wow. husks. So, so, from the husks of pineapple. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, like, researching that, that's amazing. Like, yeah. why, you know if it's a waste product, like we should be 
we should Using be looking it. into how we can make a bag out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's lots of that sort of thing. I think probably more in that sustainability realm. Mm-hmm. And then just every day, I guess we're like we're excited by what's going on. Like um, Rehana's obviously just released the Fenty collection, mm-hmm. and that's ama- like absolutely amazing what she's done there. So just like looking at what's going on and and kind of thinking about how it might apply to to our business model. Constantly yeah. being inspired from everything around yeah, you. Do you exactly. think the Instagram thing has been huge for you guys? Because I know that you are super inclusive with all of your um, Kiwi female models and everything. And it's, is that quite like are you guys, that's your thing? Like you're really proud of Kiwi women? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. Because we're all New Zealand women in the office. You yeah. Know, in our head awesome. office. And we have an amazing network of New Zealand women throughout the country. Mm-hmm. So we um, we get a lot of feedback from like our team in store. So weekly reports and catch ups where we're like learning about what's going on, what feedback they're getting from other New Zealand women, so yep. that we can then use that to um, help design the clothes exactly. And stuff from, yeah, from so the, from the Kiwi towns to the show, like to the exactly, it yeah. all just starts from our stores. So mm-hmm. we yeah, we're kind of constantly tapping into that. Um, we also have a new initiative where we're kind of giving our managers around the um, around the country a community allowance. Oh yeah! So once a month they can go out into the like their community and like go to like an awesome show or whatever. And it's like oh, about wow. like learning what's going on and then making sure that we're kind of like we know about it. Cool, but, um, covering yeah. all because, bases. Yeah, yeah, because for us we're in like our head offices in Greyland in Auckland, mm-hmm. and we have a store in Dunedin that's quite far away. Mm. Like we can't always be there, but we've got an amazing team that can be there and engage with that community. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit left field, but you know how everyone's been like watching that Marie Kondo on um, oh, Netflix yeah. and so everyone's like, okay, I'm going to, and I, I do it twice a year. I'm like, right, I'm going to make my life so much easier by just getting rid of all the stuff that I don't wear. You know, am I going to wear this 30, 30 times? times. Or, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, where would you suggest that people dispose of the clothes that they don't want anymore? Because I, oh, I don't know if, but I, I heard the other day that like clothing bins that you put them in, they don't always go to people that need new clothes. Like sometimes they just get like shredded up. I don't know. I actually don't even know where I got that from. So that could be a complete lie. Um, do you, yeah. Where would you suggest that we put these clothes? Yeah. Well, I think so. F- like first things first, start with friends and family. Like yeah, see in your, cool. in your network who wants you know what you might be, might, what you might be selling or giving away, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of think about like the likes of designer wardrobe mm-hmm. posting on there, um, selling. I mean, you can make a bit of money yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, they offer like a valet service as mm-hmm. well. Um, well, they did offer that, um, and basically they would. It was like my absolute dream: come to your house, pick up the clothes, wow. and then they'd list it for you and sell it. Amazing. Sometimes the questions like online, oh. I can't like, what's the circumference of the hem? I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> put you off. So you're like, I'm oh, like, just, like, yeah, I'm like, please. Um, but then you know, going back to kind of where us from a charity point of view, we're closely aligned with Women's Refuge. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so they have collection programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually read about a new initiative that's just set up in St. Kevin's Arcade. Um, maybe you guys can share it afterwards. I'll, I'll oh, send yeah. it, I'll send that, it to you. It's on K Road. In K Road. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, and problem. basically they're selling, they're selling clothes to, um, to people that need it most. So, Amazing. um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pass it on. Okay, Thank good. you. I need to know that. Um, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, it is tricky, but never like, 
don't dispose of it in landfill. No, don't yes. do Try that. and reuse it and gift it to someone else. And shoes. And what about undies? Do you do that? That's no. a bit gross. Yeah, yeah maybe. Okay, sorry. Maybe you do the line Undergarments. Okay, cool. All right. I'm feeling good about, I just, I'm so all about educating myself. Me too. And it just can't like, you know how when you hear something, you're like, I really need to hear it at this time. I'm like, Annalise is coming in. I, this is great for me right now. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I think you should like start with, before you add anything to your wardrobe, clean out your wardrobe. So mm-hmm. you actually know what you've got mm. and then what you need to fill, like a great blazer, a great pair of pants. Like don't go out and just like go crazy shopping until you know what, like, so what you've got in the depths of your cupboard. Yes. Yeah. That was actually one of my questions. So what would be your five staples that you think like every woman should have in their wardrobe? Oh, you don't have to, it doesn't need to be more than five. Five is, five, five, is, five is okay. I would yeah. say there's a lot more than five for me, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fashion I've got way too many clothes. <laughs> I've got like 17 pairs of black pants, but black pants are definitely in the top five for me. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. one thing. Okay. okay. That's black one pants. thing. So you can have 17 of one thing. Of one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just one idea. Tempt me. A staple. Cause yeah. and then, then, so you can wear them with almost everything. You can mix and match them. Yeah. So, okay, so black so pants? So, like a dressy pair of black pants. Yeah, I agree. So, like, is that jeans? No. No. No, I would say, <laughs> like, a fiber pants. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. kind of like a, a, um, a straight leg, a little bit wider. It's very slimming and pretty into yeah. the ankle. Because um, flared it, jeans, thank you. You've really painted and a kind of high-waisted. I'm really out of my depth here, guys. <laughs> you want the belly button in. You don't want it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Above the belly, like, belly button line. Because yeah. flared, like, jeans and pants are back in, eh? Yeah, wide leg. Yeah, wide, wide leg. leg. Yeah, okay. they are. They're, okay, I just love them because they're just a little bit. They're easier to wear, and you always feel good in them. Yeah, Bless. like sometimes so tight good. jeans are just not my vibe. No, so good. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. What else is in the top five? Definitely an amazing cut blazer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like beautiful blazer. What color? Um, I love a pinstripe. Love a plain black. You know, like you can't kind of go wrong with those two. Yeah. Um, but they can go with anything. Mm-hmm. 100%. And because this, I actually wore a blazer the other day to work. Um, and my boss was like, Are you going for a job interview, mate? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, no, I'm just trying to, you know, like, and then so I haven't worn it again. No, I don't think he'll be so horrified that he thinks I've, he's offended me, but <laughs> it's just because I don't usually wear them unless I'm like going out or yeah. I don't wear them day to day. But it should be a thing that we should be able to wear day to day. Oh, totally. They look great with sneakers. Like, it looks great with a pair yeah. of sneakers. So you can really like dress it down. Dress it down. Yeah. Or yeah, a okay. chill dress or, you know, anything. Yeah. They're cute. And you wear open and with a little t-shirt underneath. You can dress it up or down. Are you allowed to wear active wear to work, do you think? Is that, let's, should we, let's I, open that conversation. Uh, <laughs> and is like, mm. Well, we do yoga on a Wednesday morning at work. Nice. Um, so, <laughs> so there cool. is a little bit of Fitzfo going on on a Wednesday. It's like at what point do you get changed into your like work clothes? Yeah, yeah. Right. But like. I mean, it just depends. Like, I'm all about, like, you do you. Yeah. Like, if you if that's your vibe and it kind of is fine with the environment mm-hmm. and, and the brief, it. Yeah. And the brief, then, like, sure. Mm. Why, why not? If you mm. feel great wearing, like, clothes like that, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me personally, I love to get a little bit dressed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just, like, what, what floats my boat. But, like, if you're into that and okay. it's fine with your work, you should do it. Yeah. Okay. I work in radio so no one ever sees me. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. And if you feel great. Yeah. Feel great. Then. I have like my nice workout clothes and then I'm like, I'm going to go for like a run and just sweat. 
everywhere. Um, so I've got that. I don't wear those to work. So no, no, no. You don't want the yucky ones. Not the yucky no, ones. No. Okay, so amazing blazer, awesome. All right, what's the next one? I actually say a leather jacket. Oh, yeah. Does now? So I know it can sometimes be a bit controversial, but yeah. I think that an amazing, like, kind of oversized leather jacket you keep for years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like I've had Does mine. Have to be real like, I would, I would, mm. that's just me personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could do, you do whatever. And how yeah. oversized is, is too oversized? I've always mm, wondered yes. this. And for denim jackets as well. I, <laughs> I think that, so I have quite an oversized leather jacket. Yeah. Um, as in. Does it go to like half your butt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And oh. kind of boxy? Yeah. Oh, okay. exactly. nice. And I love it. Yeah. Like every time I put it on, I might not wear it for like a couple of months, but that will always stay in my wardrobe. And there's up to 30 wears. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can wear that every day. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So I would say that because okay. you're going to hold on to that forever. Caitlin's yeah. writing down notes. I have notes. Look, good. I love down. it. Going home to see if I've got these garments. And if not, <laughs> I'm going to check if I need anything first. <laughs> yeah. um, what's I number four? It. White shirt. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. You can't go wrong with a white shirt. I'm really into like white shirts, which ha- which have like a little bit of detailing. Sure. So like um, that tie up in a little bow or like kind of a little bit of a feature mm-hmm. um, rather than just like a plain white shirt. But I mean, you can't go wrong. You always feel pretty like chic in that. Do you feel yeah. kind of weird about collars? Like are they meant to be stiff or they're kind of loose? You know how sometimes like a man shirt has one of those sticky arty things so they're really pointy? Mm. Or does it matter? I don't know. How do you wear a white shirt as a lady? I I like I a more know. structured I like a more structured white shirt in uh-huh. winter, and okay. then in summer I'm probably a little bit more relaxed, like a, so linen like a beautiful one. linen, yeah, mm, yeah, nice kind of vibe, like a light cotton voil or yeah. Okay. Linen's yeah. in at the moment, eh? Hey? Yes, it is. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I have some linen pants, and I feel like a grandma, but I'm like they're in, so I'm gonna wear them, <laughs> and they're so comfortable. They are, they yeah. Are. Mm. yeah, and breathable. Not, yes, linen is a great vibe. Okay, <laughs> and what's the final one? I feel like a tan trench. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I definitely do not have one of those. A spy coat. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So great. You know how like Auckland, literally four seasons in one day. Uh Oh, yeah. So it's just like a little bit of a layering piece. um, And yeah, just really easy to wear and goes with everything. And it goes for all different skin colors and hair types. Tan is just a pretty color. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So the Yeah, I never even consider tan. Like at I've all. never seen I, you I don't in have tan. anything tan. You would work rock tan, big but time. I'm really pale. Do you have to be tan? To <laughs> no, you don't have to be tan to wear. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be my new um oh, a tan trench. Guys, um, love it. Just quickly, maybe even lastly, um, lately we have been so consumed, and we talk about it every day. Body image. Um, on our podcast, we talk about it all yep. the time. Do, is there pressure for you to get? plus size models in stores to be wearing your clothes? Is there pressure um, to have bigger clothing um, outside of the ranges that you already have? How do you, yeah, how do you deal with those ever changing? Well, it's not ever changing. It's just the, the just fact Just accepting of that, that women are women. Got, yeah, we've all got, we've got bodies. women. How, um, yeah, how's, how's that going for you guys? Yeah, I think that um, we need to make sure that we're representative of New Zealand women. Mm -hmm. And so probably that in itself is something that we're learning and we're on a journey on Mm -hmm. as well. 
So um, we shot amazing Naomi Shimada from the UK for our Liam lookbook for mm-hmm. Autumn Winter, um, the season we've got in store at the moment. Um, and she's just incredible. She's got boobs and she's yeah. got like a bum. And like the feedback that we've had from customers is amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's just doing stuff like that that we're kind of like, yeah, totally. Like 100%. We, sh- we should be, re- you know, like someone that comes into our store should feel like they – they are, they could wear it. A yeah. welcome there. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing worse so, than going into a store and you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. And everything exactly. is everything is size 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and then that's kind of like a constant review of looking at the sizes that we offer in store as well. Mm. So traditionally we have done um, a 6 to a 14 mm-hmm. um, and we had so much demand for a size 4 mm-hmm. and a okay. size 16. Yeah. So we... Um, First season, we started introducing it at the end of last year. Yeah. Um, and it's like, basically, if you demand it and you want it, mm-hmm. we'll make it. That's so cool. So we're now doing a 4 to and a 16, you, and which is really And you also do, cool. like, bridesmaids dresses and stuff too, right? So that's awesome. Yeah, so we can custom. Well, because we have our office. Yeah. You know, and a workroom team, pattern maker, you know, seamstress in our showroom. We can do... We can do stuff like custom one-off, yeah, which is really exciting. But this is the thing. It's like if you got – it's about getting feedback and being like mm. in touch with your, you know, like our customers. Mm-hmm. What do they want? And then just kind of like making sure. it happen. Yeah. That's so crazy because – and I don't know if this is just me, but I would never – if there were, if my size wasn't there, I'd just be like, oh, it's not there. Mm. It's amazing to think that you should just open your mouth or like just write a little comment. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that you guys are like, cool, thank you so much. I would take that on board. Let's look into it. Let's yeah. get it done. Because exactly. it might be something that you love, like completely love, mm. and it's like it doesn't fit me. Can I make it fit me because I want it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you would be amazed at like – so we get a lot of feedback like that on Instagram, and that's yeah. what's so great about that platform. Mm. Um, but like literally a comment that we might get from some one person comes up at our sales strategy meeting on a Tuesday and we're like, we got this feedback about blah, blah, blah. Like we should look into that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is being listened to. Yeah. And we, are, we are actually trying to do, we, we're never going to please, you know, like we're never going to do, we can't be all things to all people, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's actually just about like making sure that we're engaged and listening with what's going on. Love it. Wow. That was fun. That was Annalise, thank you so much. Oh, I learned so much. <laughs> me too. I'm like really I've got all this vigor in me. I'm like gonna go out and just not buy things until I know times. I'm gonna wear them thirty times. <gasps> and think you're you've just got the most amazing business and thank you so much for doing what you do for New Zealand women and making us look chic every day and <laughs> thanks so much for having me. No. It's been really fun. Annalise Sharma from Ruby, thank Woo, you. Thank you.